Are you ready to take your digital marketing strategy to that next level? I hope so, because in today's episode, we're going to explore the power of email marketing. Now, here's the thing. Whether you're a small business owner or a seasoned marketer, whether you're just starting or a little long in the tooth like myself, email marketing can help you connect with your audience, can help you build relationships and drive conversions. But what makes an email marketing campaign so effective? How can you create campaigns that engage your subscribers and drive results? Well, get ready to find out as we dive deep into the exciting world of email marketing. Being an entrepreneur sounds like, yes, another new client, I did it. But it can also sound like, I am really not understanding this technology and I'm feeling so overwhelmed. Am I even cut out for this? That's why I started the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast to help infopreneurs, coaches, and course creators who want to build a business online but are battling technology, overwhelm, procrastination, and even imposter syndrome. Think successfully, think differently, think bigger, and take action by learning tips from an array of business owners, all dropping knowledge on the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. What is up? What is up? What the heck is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? You still here? Well, I'm guessing you're wanting to unlock that power of email marketing. That's good because in today's episode, we are going to explore a few strategies and some tactics to help you create successful email campaigns so that you can engage your subscribers, drive those conversions, and build some long-lasting relationships with your customers. And we're gonna do that with five simple steps, right? So I'm gonna riff them off here real fast, and then we'll dive a little more deep into them as we've been doing here recently. Uh, number one is you wanna build and grow your email list. Well, duh, that's what I wanna do. Number two, and maybe this should be number one, but number two is to have a strong email marketing strategy, right? We'll get into that. Number three, number three, you're gonna create engaging, invaluable content, much like we've been doing in all the other episodes we've been talking about without that engaging, valuable content, you're kind of wasting your time. Number four, you're going to test and optimize your campaigns. That's right. Got to keep monitoring all that stuff. It, you know, once you get things good, it's kind of set and forget. But until then, right, there's some things you got to learn. And number five, and this is specific to emails, you want to make sure you stay compliant with all those email regulations and we'll go over those and some of the, the key ones that are out there. All right, let's start at the top. Now, maybe the top should be the strategy, but the top for this one here is you want to build your list. This is the very first step of having a successful email marketing. However, it's, without a list, you're not sending any emails. But what are some of the key strategies for building your email list? Well, you want to create an opt-in form. Well, duh. This is, this is the form that you're going to use on your website and other locations to collect those email addresses, right? You want to place that opt-in form in a prominent location on your website, such as in the header or in the footer. Maybe it's over in the sidebar. Use some eye-catching colors. Grab some compelling copy and use one one clear CTA, one clear call to action that will encourage your visitors to sign up, right? And if you look at my website, you'll see it. It's down there at the bottom. It says, hey, sign up for the newsletter. Uh, we'll get you alerts. And it used to be sign up for this uh, program we had coming up. And let me tell you what, I put that one up there 
And day one, day one, it might not sound, seem a lot to you, but day one, 36 people signed up for the news, for the, uh, for the email. That's it. People are willing to give you their email addresses as long as you're providing them value, which leads into number two. Offer some lead magnets, right? Create an ebook or a webinar or a discount that you're going to give them in order to get them to give you their email address. This provides an incentive to the visitors to sign up for your email list because you're providing value to your subscribers. Use social media. You're going to use social media to promote uh, your email list and drive signups, right? Share a link to your opt-in form on your social media channels and use social media to advertise to potential subscribers, not to everyone, to your target audience, okay? Now, once you've got that going and it's running kind of smoothly, you're like, hey, I'm getting a, I'm getting a pretty good conversion rate. You know, 100 people come in here, maybe 40 people and sign up and give me their email address. I can work with that. Then you can leverage paid advertising. This is help you promote your, your your email list and get those signups even faster. You can use paid search, you can use display ads or social media advertising to target your potential subscribers. And then finally, there's referral programs. You can use referral programs to encourage subscribers to share your email list with friends and family offer incentives such as discounts or free products. And now this is what, when I, when I first put up my, um, I was going to do the podcast guesting program. And uh, that's what, that was the email opt-in form that I dropped out there. And I got those 36 folks right out of the gate. Well, I drove that number triple, uh, by offering some potentials. And one of the things I offered was a free copy of the program when it became available and all they had to do was share it with those they thought um, would benefit from it and they would get points for that and the person with the number one points would get a copy and then I would grab one person for free and the reason for that is if someone's like well I only have a handful of people they'll be like why even try well you want them to try so if you grab someone by random well they have a chance okay so that's just a few ideas you can use there to help drive those email subscription rates now one of the things you're going to have going to want to have is a strategy, right? You want to develop a strong email strategy. It's kind of essential for creating successful email campaigns. I mean, you can go off the seat of your pants and get lucky, but if you have a strategy, it makes it a little easier. Uh, so here, let me give you some key steps in developing a strong email strategy. First thing, define your goals. Now, we mentioned this previously when we were talking about the overall digital strategy. I believe it was episode 407. We talked about that. But you want to define what your goals and objectives are, right? So that's the first step to developing a strong email strategy is to know what it is you're trying to achieve. Do you want to, uh, do you want to drive more sales? Do you just want to get more emails on your list? Do you want to drive more website traffic? Do you want to create brand awareness? Are you looking to nurture your leads? Each one of those are going to take you down a different path. And now maybe you're doing multiple things like you have an email list so you want to nurture some of those leads but you want to grow your email list at the same time well you can have two goals right but you can you want to do something a little different for each one of those sections and we'll talk about that in a minute uh, you want to develop a content strategy you want to develop a content strategy that aligns with those goals you just figured out you have right now this includes deciding the type of content you're going to send maybe it's a newsletter or is it a promotional email maybe it's just educational content hmm? 
Maybe it's affiliate content. You can also consider the frequency. How often are you going to be sending the emails? The timing of your emails. Should I send it at Monday at 6 a.m. or Wednesday at 5 p.m.? Right? When are your target subscribers more apt to pay attention to your emails? And you're also going to segment your list uh, as, as a piece of targeting. And that's the next one in here. You want to segment your list. Now, this is essential. This is essential for creating targeted and relevant lists. Segmenting your list based on demographics, behaviors, and interests. And when I say that, I don't mean uh, are the interest in tennis or are the interest in martial arts, unless you're selling both of those products. Well, you're not, you're not going to send in a martial arts email to the tennis player. You're not going to send tennis products over to the martial arts um, enthusiast. But if you segment them, you can market to both of them and keep all your open rates up high. Uh, you're going to also want to look at things like location, the purchase history, open rates, right? Um, I will send emails to those folks that open my emails far more consistently. I'll send them a couple of extra emails because I know they're going to open them. They're that interested. You will find there will be a few folks that are just hungry for everything you have. And they get your, they see your name on the email. Oh, that's from Tracy. I'm going to open it. And Okay. I'm not interested in this one. Boom. And then they move on. But then two days later, they get, oh, this from Tracy. Oh, that, I got to have this one. You know what I'm saying? So you're, you're going to segment those folks that you can treat them accordingly. Also, you want to do some personalization and some automation, right? So if you use personalization automa automation, you can create targeted and relevant email lists for each segment. Use dynamic content and merge tags to personalize your emails with the subscriber's information. Hey, Tracy, you've seen them, right? You, you've received some of those emails. Hey, Tracy, right? Da, 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 da. Maybe they include your name or your location. Oh, you bought this uh, three months ago. We thought you might be interested in. Okay. Uh, and use the automation to create the triggered emails, such as, oh, maybe someone got your product and they put it in their cart, but they didn't complete the transaction. Right? A previous client of mine got to, well, that was good speaking, wasn't it? Where they were able to increase their sales totals in their peak season by 12% by simply creating an abandoned cart series of emails. What? Yeah, people were going to the cart and for whatever reason, leaving the products in the cart and going about their day. Well, they started creating an abandoned cart series of emails that would go out and say, hey, you left this in here. Are you still interested in it? Right. And if they would open it and not do it, you know, I mean, it even included, hey, we're even willing to give you a five or 10 percent discount. <laughs> Hello. And they were able to raise their sales 12 percent by sending a few emails. What's up with that? Welcome email series are very popular. It's a great Someone comes on board, maybe they get your lead magnet, you're going to nurture them a little bit, right? Create a series of emails to warm them up. Or you don't always have to be the, hey, thanks for the, thanks for getting my lead magnet, buy my product. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can warm them up. You can say, hey, did you notice that on page two of my lead magnet, I give you this great tip on, and then you remind them. They're like, wait a minute, I must have totally missed that. Or how many times have you gotten a lead magnet? and never even opened it. Or maybe you opened it and read the first paragraph, and like, ah, moving on, right? 
Now you could create a series of warm-ups and welcome emails that get them to go into the lead magnet, give them that value you know they're looking for, okay? Now, you're gonna create some engaging and valuable content. Man, how many times have I said this over the past few episodes? Um, to create a successful email campaign, I'm gonna give you a few tips and some strategies on how to create something that resonates with your subscribers. All right, well, with emails, we have to be specific here. First thing, we're gonna talk about those attention-grabbing headlines. We've all seen them. That headline, you're like, what is that? And that, that alone made you open the email, right? Something that's gonna hook them. Maybe it's their name, maybe it's some catchy line. There was, and be careful, because some of these lines get abused, like, are you still up? I remember seeing that one time, and the first couple of times I saw it, and I'm like, well, actually, yes, I am still up. But then I saw like almost every marketer out there using it because it worked, right? Uh, so you're going to want to create ones you know are going to catch your subscribers' eyes and, and use some clear, concise language. Only oh, have to be all convoluted and things, but things that will convey uh, your message concisely. And that's the next tip, right? It's just, just be concise. But also make sure what it is you're saying and how you're saying it aligns with the voice of your brand, the tone of your brand. Are you always playful? Are you always silly? Well, go ahead and make your emails playful and silly. That's that consistency, right? You're, it's congruent with everything else they've heard from you. If you're all serious and monotone all the time because that's who your audience is, and all of a sudden you send them a silly email, they're gonna be like, what the heck is this, right? Okay, use um, paragraphs and bullet points and subheadings to break up the text and make it scannable. This is a good thing to do on social media too. If you have a, a long message you want to uh, share, say on Facebook, you can break it up something. You don't have to make it one long type, you know, oh my God, this is an essay, right? You can break it up with some emojis and some bolded headlines and make it so it's scannable. If someone just had 30 seconds or 10, to read your email, Shh, they can go down and get the gist of the message. And then if they're like, okay, I need to check the rest of this out and they can go back and rescan, all right? And make sure there's valuable content in it. Hmm? If they're not gonna find it useful or interesting or entertaining, don't send it, right? Now, it can include some educational information, an article, uh, videos, a promotion, anything that's gonna grab them and say, oh, wow, I'm glad I got this today. Make sure your content aligns with those goals and objectives, right? We talked about earlier. And that it's all relevant to the subscriber you're sending it to. Remember tennis, martial arts? Yeah, remember that. And then finally, in your email, you want to make sure you're doing one call to action. Now, you may do that same call to action three times, right? Hey, by the way, did it, did it, did it, did it, did it click here, click here, right? Uh, you want to use a clear call to action that encourages subscribers to take action. Click here. Basically, is usually the, the action you want them to take. Um, make sure the CTA is prominent, that it's easy to understand and aligns with the goals and objectives. You're feeling a pattern here, okay? And use action-oriented language like buy now, click here, right? Subscribe now. Those kind of things that will convey um, not only what to do, but the benefit of taking the action. Buy now and save. Click here and listen. Click here and learn. Okay? 
Anyway, moving on. Now, I think one thing that a lot of folks forget about, you know, they, they click send and like, huh, I, I did pretty good. I got six sales or I got two sales or heck, if you're just starting off one sale, you're like, oh, that was awesome. And they forget about this one, which is testing and optimizing your email campaigns. Yeah, kind of essential for improving your results and maximizing your return on investment when it comes to email marketing efforts. Remember I talked about way back when, 38 to one return on investment for email. Yeah, gotta do a little testing, a little tweaking to do that. So here's some strategies and some tips I wanna give you with that. First, A-B testing. A-B is probably the most powerful technique that you'll use when you wanna test different elements about your email campaign. You wanna test different subject lines or you wanna test different call to actions or text test different images inside the email, right? Send two versions of the email where one thing is different. Huh? Two? Huh? And, you know, send version A to a small segment of your list. If you only got 100 people on your list, you only got 50 people on your list, send it to half of them. And then send version B to the, to the rest of them and see which one gets better results. Yeah. Now, when you've identified the winning version, okay, now you can send that one to everyone. So, so let's say, let's go back to the 50 people. You only got 50 people on your list. Well, I'm going to send 12 of them this one and 12 of them to version B. Yeah. Version B1. Okay, good. Now I'm going to send version B to all the rest of the people, uh, all the other, I can't do the math in my head real fast. The rest of the 50 people that did not receive either one of the emails. Obviously, that was a very small sampling example, but you get my point. Then monitor your metrics. Yeah. What are your open rates? What are your click-through rates? And what are your final conversion rates? Use that data to optimize your campaigns and improve your results. Are they clicking on the first link and never even getting down to that third link? Doesn't mean it's bad. You just now know, okay? So that you can make data-driven decisions about your content, about your content strategy, the timing, and the frequency. You're finding that, well, if I send them that third email in a week, you know, the open rates are like way down, okay? And then, of course, you want to optimize for mobile. Right? Everything's there, but a lot, so many people are watching these things on their phones nowadays. So, mobile is, let's be honest, it's a very popular way to read your emails. I tend to read my emails usually on my phone as well. So, make sure your emails are optimized for mobile devices, right? Use a responsive design, use clear and concise copy, like I mentioned earlier, and ensure that CTA is easy to tap on a touch screen. And click and move right on along. And then, as I've mentioned a couple of times here, that personalization and that segmentation, right? This is going to help you create those clear, targeted emails. Someone's going to get that email and go, wow, he's speaking right to me because you sent it not only to Tracy, but you realize I'm a martial arts enthusiast. I play drums and I live in Wisconsin. Wow right? You can use dynamic content, merge tags, and personalize the email with the subscriber's information, like I just mentioned, their name, their location, some of their purchase history, some of the interests you've collected as you've engaged with them across time. Using that segmentation to create very targeted email into different segments um, so that you could really drive Really, let me back up. You can really build that relationship with them, okay, and drive that 
business opportunity as well. Okay, now the last one, and I want to make sure I mention this one because so many people talk about um, the, the windfalls of email marketing, myself included, did a whole episode not too long ago. And I, fortunately, I didn't make myself a note here on what episode number that was, but uh, you can go to darkhorseschooling.com and search email marketing and you'll see all the episodes I've done on specifically on email marketing, including this one. So one thing I haven't mentioned in the past, and shame on me, and I'm going to make sure it gets covered today, is make sure you're in compliance. Yeah, you want to protect your brand, yourself, your business's reputation and avoid all those hassles, you know, like court, legalese and all that stuff. So here's some of the key regulations you want to be aware of. OK, grab a pencil. OK, the CAN-SPAM Act, right? This is federal United States. This is setting the rules about commercial email messaging. It requires that all commercial emails include a clear, concise and conspicuous unsubscribe link a physical address and an accurate header and subject line okay now most of these also require the same thing so let's just kind of breeze through them a bit more gdpr this is for our european folks across the pond well for me it's across the pond i'm on this side um you they set the rules and how you can collect and store and use the personal data so make sure you're all up in line with that for Canadian folks, it's the CASL, right? The Canadian anti-spam legislation, pretty much the same thing. And then for our friends out in California, they are a country unto themselves sometimes. I can say that. I used to live there for many, many years. Uh, the CCPA, the California Consumer Privacy Act. Uh, again, a lot's of the same thing. So basically, if you do these four things, you're going to be in compliance with all of them. If you always attain consent right to get the email address right if you're ethically gathering those emails be a, a lead magnet or whatever you're getting that consent if you always provide transparency on what you're going to do with it i'm not selling your material i'm just using it to communicate with you however you're going to use it if you always include an unsubscribe link you're good to go and if you always keep accurate records you do those four things my friends and I am not offering you legal advice here. I am not a lawyer, even though I could play one on TV. You'll generally be in a safe place. If you have any questions, go do your research and check it out for yourself. All right. So there we are. Email marketing, my friend, is a powerful tool for engaging with your audience, right? Building those relationships digitally, even creating a, a two-way conversation. You can get them to reply back to you. And ultimately, what we all want, driving conversions. So by building and growing your email list, developing a strong email uh, marketing strategy, creating that engaging and valuable content, testing and optimizing your campaigns and ensuring you stay in compliance with all the email marketing regulations, you can create yeah, email campaigns that will drive results. Uh, that I can promise you. Now, here's the thing. We're wrapping up this digital marketing for beginners series. And in this digital marketing for beginners series, we've covered a wide range of topics to help you build a strong foundation in digital marketing. Way back in, I think it was episode 407 of 408, we explored what digital marketing is and all the various tactics that are involved. And then in the next episode, 409, 
we discussed setting up your digital marketing strategy, including defining your goals, identifying your target audience, choosing the digital marketing tactics that you're going to use. And then in the next episode, we covered social media marketing, including how to choose the right platforms, creating social, uh, creating engaging content, leveraging the power of influencers, macro and micro influencers, and of course, measuring results in the episode previous to this one. Eh. <laughs> I think it's pretty this one. There's so many of them. All right. We talked about search engine optimization, SEO, which includes keyword research, on-page optimization, off-page optimization, the technical SEO stuff, and content marketing. And finally, in this one, we discussed email marketing. You just listened to it, so I don't have to go over it. But I will anyway, where we talk about building and growing your email list, developing a strong email marketing strategy, creating uh, valuable and engaging content, testing and optimizing those campaigns, and ensuring you stay in compliance. I really hope you found this Digital Marketing for Beginners series um, valuable, right? Because I just want to provide you this comprehensive overview of digital marketing and hopefully it's given you some tools that you'll need to get started on your own digital marketing journey. All right. I want you to keep listening to this podcast for any more tips and advice that I can give you on digital marketing. Go to darkhorseschooling.com and, and search there. There's, I mean, we're 413 episodes in. I'm sure there's a piece of content you can find value in. And with that, I'm going to leave you as I always do. Think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman.